Ah, those sounds of call to assembly, or first call, is music to our ears here in Floral Park as we get ready for another Triple Crown contention next weekend when I'll have another Challenges for Imitable Thoroughbreds to win the coveted title at Belmont Park June 9th. Hello, my name is Tom Clifford, along with Mildred Tassoni, and welcome to another episode of Practical Social Media. Our featured guest today is Joanne Adams, Director of Community Relations for the New York Racing Association. Welcome, Joanne. Hello, Tom. It's uh, nice to be with you this morning. Nice to have you. First off, I'd like to thank you for making the time for what has to be a thrilling and we're sure an exhaustive week as you and the rest of Belmont prepares for this year's Belmont Triple Crown Stakes Race. Well, you know, I will say every year during this particular time is always action-packed, and this year, obviously, we've got an even bigger reason to be even busier, so uh, we're all very excited. I'll have another's bid to take the Triple Crown this year is looking very, very good, and it has been 35 years since 1978, excuse me, 34 years since 1978 when Affirmed won the Triple Crown. So we're expecting a huge crowd, I would say 100,000 or more, next Saturday. So it's very exciting. And as we build up to our big day, we're kicking off Belmont Stakes Festival Week tomorrow, June 2nd, with a Belmont Stakes Parade. It's the third annual, which takes place in Elmont, starts at Belmont Park, and ends at the... ATS Recreational Complex, which is next to the Elmont Library. And there are some after-school programs that have gotten together to coordinate a uh, family fun afternoon. So I would encourage especially our friends in Floral Park to come and watch and participate if they're interested. We'd love to see them there. And then, of course, on June 3rd, we have the inaugural Belmont Stakes Blue Ribbon Run for Prostate Cancer. We have over 600 people who have signed up for this amazing run. It's been a wonderful community outreach in terms of us working with the Greater Long Island Runners Club and also with the Integrated Medical Foundation that does all this great work for prostate cancer. What makes this run most exciting, though, is that our run participants will run around the perimeter of the track, and at the quarter-mile post, they'll actually enter on the track, the dirt track, and finish at the finish line. So it doesn't get any more exciting than that. It's going to be a true test of an amazing runner because that dirt track is pretty deep. The dirt is like sand. To have an opportunity to run on this historic track and then a week later watch this very exciting race, uh, I think will be be great fun for those who are able to enjoy the day with us. The anticipation of another Triple Crown here in Floral Park. I'm part of the Floral Park Chamber of Commerce, as you are, and we're gearing up for what to be expected. Of, I think the last time was 105,000, if I'm not mistaken, for the last Triple Crown contention. How long ago was that, about three years ago? The last Triple Crown was actually more than, well, I can't honestly... I have to go back and double-check my records, but it was when Smarty Jones ran and unfortunately lost his bid and was taken over by Birdstone. 
uh, coming into the far turn. But, yes, it's it's been a while. The crowd is so excited, and when it doesn't happen, you can hear a pin drop. So we don't want to... We don't want to hear any pin drop, pins dropping. We want to hear the crowds roar. And we want some um, lovely weather, which I think they're starting to get around to as far as zoning in on it. So it looks like it's fair weather, at least from the uh, from the Weather Channel people. So we, we hope so. Joanne, you're also a liaison between Naira, New York Racing Association, and local communities around Belmont. You also work with Aqueduct and Saratoga racetracks. I don't know if you wanted to mention anything about that. Well, I mean, in particular, we have at each racetrack, we, our community outreach really is quite different each of our locations. At Aqueduct, one of our big events is we, we do a lot uh, with Toys for Tots. I've been honored to be an honorary co-chair of that organization's effort each year, and we've raised a significant amount of money thanks to fan support, but also Naira Matching Funds from horsemen who step up and make significant donations. So that's one of our very big community outreach efforts at Aqueduct has been that one. We also work very closely with Jamaica Hospital there. And then up at Saratoga, there are a vast number of community-based organizations that we do some outreach with. We We actually have a booth where a number of them come and display information about their organizations and their mission statements and collect donations. And our big day there, though, our big community day is something that we established a couple of years ago. It's called Fabulous Phillies Day. Uh, That's an opportunity to engage women and bring them to the track and celebrate their the beauty that they bring to Saratoga just on a daily basis with the beautiful hats and the beautiful dresses. But we also raise funds for breast cancer, and we've uh, partnered with the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Last year we raised $100,000. So we do very different things at each location. Uh, my actual, my day-to-day work life changes vastly in each spot. One thing I, I guess I also wanted to touch on, I sort of kicked off this festival week, but as we get close, you know, get into the week, I want to mention to your listeners, you can go on to BelmontStakes.com, and if you click on Experience, you will pull up all the events we have that we have been working with the local communities with. One of them that I'd like to highlight is Wednesday evening at 6 p.m., Hofstra University is going to be uh, showcasing an art exhibit. It's actually a photograph. Workers' Art Exhibition? Yes, and it's photographs of the backstretch workers. This is in conjunction with the backstretch employee services team. The reception is free, and it's an opportunity to see what some of our hardworking people, you know, the talents that they uh, have are going to be on display at Hofstra that evening. Sounds like fun. Uh, Yes, it should be. And then Friday, here at Belmont, we are actually very excited to welcome back a couple of members of the cast of War Horse, along with their star puppet, Joey. (laughs) Joey is going to be visiting with us early in the day. We hope that any of our fans who are over here will have an opportunity to see this amazing puppet up close. It's very, very big, and what they do in that Broadway production is amazing. And then Joey's going to be presenting the trophy for the first race here on Friday. So um, 
it's going to be, uh, we're, we're very, very excited. It's going to be a great day. Friday evening, Garden City will welcome everyone to their Belmont Festival, which takes place on 7th Street from 6 to 10. And then we are thrilled, Naira is once again to be helping to sponsor the Floral Park Art League two-day show, Saturday and Sunday, in Memorial Park at Floral Park. And then That'll also, be in conjunction with our street fair as and well. And then also, those. yes, with your street fair on Sunday from... Two to seven. And that'll be June tenth. That'll be June tenth, and we are thrilled this year that our track announcer, the legend Tom Durkin, is going to be joining you, along with our Eclipse Award winning, I should say several Eclipse Awards, um, Ramon Dominguez and Jason Blewett, who is our T V on air T V analyst. All Floral Park residents all coming out for your big day. Um, it should be, I think, a very, very exciting week of family fun activities and a great way to celebrate a very exciting sporting event, not only for Long Island and the local communities, but for New York. Oh, yeah. I'm working with Kathy Grassman of Joe Mar Dog Grooming, who's taken up the task of uh, chairing and orchestrating all of it. I think we have four jump-around bouncers it's very family-oriented this year. You know, we're hoping for for a good turnout, good weather, and there is no rain date on that, so everybody cross their fingers. Mildred, I'm sorry, you seem to be uh, at the start no, of the game, no, you, Yeah, no, no, everything, you're answering all my questions. One thing is we do have raffle tickets, you, uh, Joanne. Oh, just sure. Describe. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. for those people out there that are looking forward to watching, perhaps, the Triple Crown from home, you'll have an opportunity to win tickets to the Belmont Stakes. So they're clubhouse seats. You have panoramic views of the track, and we'll be giving four seats uh, to, uh, I I believe, Tom, um, maybe you can update me as to how you're raffling these, if they're two and two or all four together. But in any event, very exciting opportunity through this raffle for our neighbors in Floral Park to uh, witness firsthand what's going to happen on June 9th. By the way, we're having a Belmont Stakes preview luncheon on the 7th uh, for our chamber members at the Belmont Room. This year's annual fair actually is going to be on Sunday, where it usually has been on Friday. And we would sell a good deal of raffle tickets at that fair but because it's afterwards, we're trying to get as many people go to our website. That would be floralparkchamber.org, and there's a link there for stakes raffle tickets where you can purchase them online. We're offering a nice savings if you'd like to buy $20 worth, usually $5 a ticket. $20 will get you five tickets for a four VIP day at the races. Gives you clubhouse admission, clubhouse seating, preferred parking, and a daily racing program. We hope uh, we hope to see a lot of our our friends out here on the day. People don't have to if it's too difficult to find seats at this late time, and they have an interest in coming. They can pay admission to the track. There's going to be quite a lot going on in the in the backyard if they just want to come over for a bit to experience the excitement. Uh, the other thing I would mention is that there is the shuttle bus that Naira arranged over the last couple of years that assists our residents in Elmont and Floral Park. That shuttle bus will also be available, and press releases have gone out about it. You can go on to the website to get more information about the shuttle bus if people find that 
they'd rather just grab the bus and come on over rather than trying to worry to about yeah, I, You know, I, I saw that on, by the way, the website for Naira is naira.com. Is this the first year they're doing that? No, we've done it the last couple of years. Uh, it's a very important element to Belmont Stakes Day every year. A number of uh, Floral Park and Elmont residents use it. We do put this out in the news, local newspapers, so we, we've idea. done this all the time. I would also, in addition to Naira.com for Belmont Stakes information, go to BelmontStakes.com yes. for all information uh, regarding anything relating to Saturday, June 9th. I also read on the uh, on, on Naira.com, protocols for horses and participants, safety for horses and riders uh, for the June 9th stakes race. Is that something you'd like to talk about? Well, you know, to be honest, these are uh, probably more issues pertaining to just management and the types of things that one okay. does. It's It's just general protocol, and certainly this year, with the stakes being so high, Everyone wants to make sure that, and we do this every year, and not just every year for a big race, but it's for all of our races, just looking out for the welfare of the horses and obviously the riders. So many circumstances are are based and, and decisions based on what is necessary to maintain the best racing while also looking after everyone's welfare. Tom, just before, I didn't want to forget that you were talking about the the run that you're having, and that's mm-hmm. on, that's this Sunday? Is that this Sunday, Sunday? This Sunday, June 3rd yeah. at 7.15 in the evening. Oh, it's at night. That's yes. It's an evening yeah. run because otherwise it would be very difficult to have a run before racing because we have horses that train in the morning, as all of our Floral Park residents know. And then when they close the track, they have to do whatever they need to do to seal it and get it ready for racing the afternoon. So this is an opportunity following our last race to have our guests not only run around the perimeter of the track, but most importantly, entered the track to run on the dirt and finish at the finish line. You know, and when you talked about that, first of all, isn't it the longest track in the country? It's like a mile and something, right? Yeah. Isn't it? Belmont Park is the largest racetrack in North America. The track from start to finish is a mile and a half. That is the distance of the Belmont Stakes. And so, yes, in order to run, you know, when you run at Belmont Park, you don't run around the track, certainly in the Belmont or any race that uh, it's, you, you're able to run around once, whereas if the track is smaller and you were running a mile and a half, and this doesn't happen very often in any event in, in our industry, Belmont Stakes is one of, I believe, two races that are a mile and a half. All the other races are, are shorter distances. Uh, than that, but you would be running around more than once. So here, they bring the finish line, the excuse me, the starting gate to the finish line. The horses load at that point. They start running, and then the starting gate gets moved out, and they finish at the finish line to run the entire course. We were lucky enough last year when Jeremy was um, doing a walk for Anna House and the Disabled Jockeys Fund to actually stand on the track you were there that day. I was so excited and the grandstands when you look back at them I mean it's so impressive it's such a great feeling and so trying to run in this that's going to be because it's like you said it was a thick course it's not just grass that they'd be running on but exactly. it's beautiful 
it's such a beautiful park that everything there's so much um there's vines the buildings the the whole area is just so beautiful especially now with all the flowers and trees and everything so it should be a, a really nice day it's it's an enjoyable day sure <laughs> sorry Joanne, a- can i ask you a quick little it's it, maybe you have a factual footnote on why they used another track in the movie sea biscuit when they finally got to belmont park it wasn't belmont park and anybody familiar with it knows that do you know why they did that or yes because the time of year when they movie companies, production companies, they are on a specific schedule, and when they needed to film, we were live racing here. Mm. So they had to pick, and I believe it was Keeneland, where they picked some of the racing scenes, and that was in their off-season. Oh, thank you so much. I'm going to win a few bets on this one. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's sort of, for those of us that know Belmont Park well, it took a little bit of the excitement away. But it was a great movie and certainly, um, I think, a wonderful one to sort of introduce people that don't know a whole lot about our sport, introduce them to really the glamorous side of the sport and the pageantry when you see the jockeys coming out in their silks between races and boarding the horses and we have Sam the Bugler who is a fixture here and in the local communities, you know, doing call to the post for every race. It's just really it's really magnificent to see the you know, the horses, they're fabulous athletes and then of course the jockeys who are just amazing athletes to do what they do and risking their lives, really, on these majestic animals and controlling them the way that they have to. It's just, it's very, very exciting. And I just want to touch on, you know, one of the reasons why we are really, really thrilled about this uh, inaugural run on the 3rd is that it does give us a wonderful opportunity to showcase Beaumont Park to new people. And yes, when you enter that dirt track and you see how really difficult it is to run on it and looking up at the grandstand and the clubhouse and the history here, it's we hope that the adrenaline will really be flowing for those people that are participating and to have them cross the finish line and and then a week later watch uh, from wherever they are this race our big race is we hope it will give everyone a just a wonderful provide a wonderful experience and introduce them to our sport if they're not familiar and hopefully have them come back and spend a spend some time with us if someone wanted to go to the race would they come like at two and just sort of hang out. There's a place where well, they yes, go to if their they're registered, I've never been. So. If they're pre-registered for the race, and they can go to imfcares.org. We have information on our website, too. It's all they have to do is go to naira.com, click on community relations, or if they're on belmontstakes.com, they can click on the race information. There's There are several places where you can find information about the race. But if you've pre-registered for the race and you come over to run, you'll have free admission to Belmont on June 3rd as a race participant. They'll start the formal registration in the marquee tent at 6 o'clock. The race will kick off at 7.15. Ramon Dominguez, one of our top jockeys, is the Grand Marshal of the race, so he'll be out there to join us. And then following the race, there's an awards ceremony and after party in the marquee tent for all of the race participants. 
So it'll be a great afternoon. And Sundays at Belmont in the spring are family fun days. So if people are out there and maybe they're thinking about the run and someone in the family is running and they've got the kids with them, they should really come out to Belmont. We have a wonderful playground in the backyard. They can come and picnic in the afternoon if they want outside. So there's a There'll be a lot happening here on Sunday. One question I had is, I know there's breakfast at Belmont, mm-hmm. um, something like that, where pe- people would love to come over, but I have, wasn't aware of it until recently, where so people can come and have breakfast, and the jockeys are there, and then do they get to watch the horses? The way breakfast at Belmont works, it is, it's available on Saturdays and Sundays um, in the spring. And you can come over to Belmont early in the morning, uh, early being, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. In the Belmont Cafe, you have an opportunity to purchase breakfast, and there is an announcer who's announcing the horses that are on on the track, who's working out, uh, what to look for, who happens to be aboard the horse, if it's an exercise rider or one of our jockeys, so they get to see the horses working out in the morning. Then they're taken over to the paddock where the horses get saddled, generally between races. But over there in the morning, they have a retired race horse. So they talk about, you know, what horses go through in terms of training, describe a fair amount of a horse's just general program. And then our guests are taken on a a tour of the backstretch uh, the backstretch is the area where our horses are stable, and we generally refer to the people that work with the horses as our backstretch workers. But basically, uh, yeah, they'll go through the barn area. They'll point out, you know, if it's a particular horse is doing quite well or a famous horse or what have you. They'll they'll point out all of that out to everyone and bring you back to the starting gate, which is located in front of the clubhouse. And someone will give a starting gate demonstration. Children have an opportunity to run out of the gate when the gates open, just like the horses do. It's a mm-hmm. wonderful family-friendly activity. It is free to the public. We will be making a, a huge effort to market this more openly, but we do have uh, signs up around the track that do provide information at, about breakfast at Belmont and number to call if people are interested. But basically, it's free. You come in. You do pay for your breakfast, but you can get very reasonably priced breakfast and opportunity to really see the behind-the-scenes kind of elements as well as just the general uh, learning a little bit about what it takes to train a horse to just run in a race period. So it's, it's very valuable. Uh, I think that's a terrific program. So we're, we have different resources, so we'll be pushing that out as well. So I, I've gotten to go on a tour, and the horses are so beautiful. Like you say, they're magnificent. So Can I, I segue a little bit from program. that from that last question, Mildred, and, and ask Joanne if you have time to speak about Twilight Night a little bit? Sure. Uh, Twilight Racing, um, we started several years ago, and it's very, very popular. We started in the summer months. And this year, we're starting our first Twilight Racing Day is June 29th. And then the next date is July 6th. 
and the last date is July 13th. They've given a name to Twilight Racing Day. They call it Party at the Park. And we begin our first race on that day close to 3 o'clock and race until 7. Generally, we race from approximately 1 o'clock to 5 or 5.30, but on the twilight days, we're racing a little bit later. You know, during the summer when people have an opportunity to maybe leave work a little bit early, it gives them an opportunity to do what they need to do during the day, but then come out here and enjoy some uh, late-day racing. And it's easy for us to do at this time of year where it stays lighter longer, the Belmont Park racetrack is is not, you know, it's not, we don't have night lights here, so this is why we don't have evening racing. We border Floral Park, certainly, and very close in certain areas, so, you know, I just don't know in the long term if that were ever a consideration. I, I don't know that we would ever go that route, but in any event, that's why um, we don't have evening races, uh, because there are no lights outside, and... Uh, right now, the, at least the plan for the twilight racing is one that allows us to enjoy some nice summer, early evening activity. I should note that Joanne will be appearing next week on Four Village Studios Career Fair. That's a local television station here in Floral Park with Ellen O'Brien on the Women, Work, and Wisdom series. That'll be uh, Monday, June 4th, and again repeated on Thursday, June 7th. Joanne, thank you so much. It's I work with Anna House, been involved with them, and also the racetrack chaplaincy with Nick Harris. Sure. And I've known Nick for a long time, and so they're such great organizations. So that's why even being around the horses, it's it's a whole area. And like getting to go on the track last year, and like you say, when you turn around and you look at the grandstands, it's breathtaking. It really is. So it's going to be an exciting race, very exciting. So thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Um, We were delighted, and I hope your listeners enjoy, and we'll look forward to seeing everyone. Okay, and on Pinterest, we have uh, Blog Talk Radio, um, a Facebook page. We'll post all the links and links to Naira and the Belmont Stakes site. Will Belmont Stakes be broadcasting the race live on um, the Internet? NBC is broadcasting. So I'm sure between us and NBC, in fact, somebody asked me and I, and I said that I was going to find this out because I'm not quite sure where they should go to see the live feed. If you find out, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. might yeah. find out before I do. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. And, and, and as a Floral Park resident, Belmont's always been a great neighbor, and we look forward to anything we can do to impart the word amongst our community. And okay. just wanted to say thank you again and hope that 34 years, huh? Yeah, crazy, right? What does that mean for Belmont now, if, if it is another Triple Crown? What if sort he of, wins? Yeah. What would it really do? I mean, it's, Well, I mean, it'll certainly build excitement. You know, you have a horse that wins the Triple Crown, so next year, I think, just in terms of the industry, people will probably start paying more attention to the Derby, the Preakness. Yep. Oh, who do I like? Who do I think? Oh, this one or this one. And, right. oh, gee, the same one won both. We have to go to Belmont. You know, I think it will just continue yep. to build excitement and interest in the sport. And for us, you know, it's huge to have all these people here. You obviously want everybody to leave happy, and yeah. some do when a long shot takes over. But, <laughs> you know, that time when they don't win, it's just you feel like everyone is devastated. Like they came to see its history. 
you know, it's history in the making that they're here to see, and everybody wants to be a part of it. And everybody is always cheering for a winner. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So in any Good. event, thank you both very much. I am going to have to hop now. I'll look forward to seeing you soon. We will. Okay. Right. Thank okay. you for joining us, Thanks Joanne. so much. Bye-bye. Have a great day.